And welcome to Friday. It is the Pure Opelka podcast. Mike here. And uh, if you're listening to this early on Friday, I will be live on the radio in Fort Myers, Florida. Fort Myers, Naples on 92.5 Fox News starting at 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. So join us. You can listen at writeallalong.net. Writeallalong.net. Boy, oh boy, is there a lot to cover today and we'll try and get to some of it here we're going to try and get wendy patrick to join us later today she's an attorney author prosecutor to discuss many many topics out in the world including alec baldwin being able to avoid criminal charges in the deadly shooting on the set of the movie rust which is going to start shooting again not shooting people but filming that's a, a, a mystery, and I have questions about the grand jury process and some of the settlements that are out there, etc. And I wonder if Wendy, who I think is on Facebook, I believe she is, I wonder if she's going to sign up for the Facebook settlement to see if she's going to get a chunk of the $720 million plus payout to people who had their information maybe handed out by Facebook. That's a big stinking deal. If everybody signs up, we're all going to get about 20 bucks, but we shall see. Watching the economy, too, there are all kinds of rumblings about problems in the economy. Meanwhile, Joe Biden, who's expected to announce his uh, run for a second term next Tuesday. So Joe said, see you next Tuesday. And then we're probably going to get a video for Weekend at Joey's 2, Back to the Basement. I think that's what they're going to call it. And they're going to tell us how great everything is, and we need to finish the job. Hmm. Finish the job. Well, Disney's expecting a huge bloodbath, a bunch of employees being let go. Facebook Meta firing, ten, what is it, 10,000? Whole Foods says they're going to fire hundreds in their corporate offices. Home sales are down, down 22% year over year. Home prices are down. Home mortgage costs are up. And by the way, that that uh, announcement on Thursday, that if you have a really good credit score, in other words, if you did what you were supposed to do and you paid your bills and you got your credit score really high, the government wants you to pay higher fees so that people who don't have a good credit score can pay lower fees when they go to buy a house. How does this make sense? A hundred bucks more a month if you have a better credit score that you're going to have to pay in mortgage fees so that somebody who has a crappy credit score because they didn't pay their bills, that that person is going to benefit from your good actions? It doesn't make sense. It's kind of like asking plumbers and electricians to pay off the uh, bad debts when it comes to college loans from people who went out and got worthless degrees. Really bad. Bad idea. Horrible idea all around. We're also watching uh, Washington to see if there will be any reaction to all of the stories swirling around Hunter Biden, Hunter's dealings, the laptop. Now it appears that the, uh, the letter signed by 51 intelligence and former intelligence officials who were saying, oh, this thing looks like Russian disinformation. Well, it looks like that might have been orchestrated by the Secretary of State, Tony Blinken, before he was Secretary of State, of course. 
So, uh, what the hell? Can we get the answer to that? Doubtful. It's doubtful because we can't even get the answer to um, what's happening with the investigation into Hunter Biden, his shady dealings, his lack of uh, lack of filing for the income that he collected from some of the shady dealings, the IRS probes, and we don't know whether or not there'll ever be a charge on Hunter Biden breaking the law, committing a felony when he lied on a background check for a gun that was essentially then illegally disposed of and all covered up by the FBI or attempted to, but it came out. So we've got that that we have to investigate this evening. We're also going to look at the uh, top house Democrat who says women's sports is an issue that doesn't exist. Yeah, Hakeem Jeffries says um, the uh, problems in women's sports, men in women's sports, that's not a problem. It doesn't exist. We have to work on other things. And while we're talking about the other things that they might be working on, well, looky here, Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete Boot Edge Edge, the transportation secretary, has solved all the problems with uh, racist roads and uh, bridges, derailments, delays at the airport, cancellations of flights. And he's now going to spend $20 million of your dollars on diversity, equity, and inclusion when it comes to crash test dummies. Yes, crash test dummies. We already have that. We have diversity, equity, and inclusion in crash test dummies. And we will get Lauren Fix, the car coach, to explain it to us later because she's got the receipts. She knows what she's talking about. Yeah. It's very depressing, these people. Very, very, very depressing. They're idiots. And we have to outlast them. We have to get through the next 18 months together. I kind of feel like um, Robert Kennedy Jr. I'm going to be a pain in the butt in the next 18 months to these people. A real pain in the butt. Robert Kennedy, who announced his candidacy in Boston a couple days ago, and uh, his family's not supporting him, but he's out there. He's out there talking to folks and uh, sounding like a, a serious candidate. At least when he talked about pandemic rights and how we, we had our pandemic rights stepped on. We had our rights stepped on during the pandemic. Not only did we start censoring people at the very, very beginning. And, you know, Hamilton, Madison, Adams said we put freedom of expression in the First Amendment. Because all the other member, all the other rights depend on that. If you give a government license to silence its critics, it now has license for any atrocity. So as soon as they, as soon as they knew, as soon as they knew they could censor us, as soon as they knew they could censor us, they then went after the other part of the First Amendment, uh, freedom of worship. They closed every church in this country without any scientific citation for a year, without any uh, notice and comment rulemaking. Democracy was simply abolished. They then went after freedom of assembly. They told us we had to social distance. They went after our property rights, the Fifth Amendment. They closed 3.3 million businesses. With no due process, no just compensation. It's amazing how many things he said you could imagine being said by a conservative. 
But don't fall for the bait. He is a liberal. He's a big liberal. But he brings up really important points that I hope are part of the 2024 discussion, especially when it comes to the pandemic overreach. Yeah, he was pretty clear about the pandemic overreach, and I appreciated that greatly. The other part of that, it, made, it reminded me, uh, while we're talking about pandemic overreach, reminded me of uh, the journals I kept during the early days of the pandemic. I have three or four notebooks full of dumb things that we did. Remember we poured sand in skate parks outdoors so people wouldn't go outdoors and play? Remember in New York City, they had parks and recreational crews going into city parks and putting wooden covers, two-by-fours, over basketball rims so people wouldn't go outside and play basketball. California sent uh, police out to the beach to have people surfing come in from the waves and arrest them. They were outside in the sun where nothing really could happen. But we were all in on grabbing power. And the power grab is something that... uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. brought up as well. He talked about his uncle, the late President Kennedy, John Kennedy, and how the CIA had grabbed power, the military-industrial complex, the intelligence military-industrial complex, had been running things for quite some time, and how his uncle was not happy when he learned just how much they controlled. My uncle came into office two months later, He was fighting his intelligence apparatus, his military, because they wanted to invade. uh, They wanted to do the Bay of Pigs. He was totally against it, and he let them roll over him. And in the middle of the Bay of Pigs, he realized they were lying to him, and he realized the function of the intelligence agencies had become to provide the military-industrial complex with a constant pipeline of war. And he came out during the middle of the night during the Bay of Pigs catastrophe, and he said, I want to take the CIA. Alan Dulles had lied to him, Charles Cabell, Richard Bissell, Louis Lemitzer, Curtis LeMay had all lied to him through their teeth. And he said, I want to take the CIA and shatter it into a thousand pieces and scatter it to the winds. How about that? And yet... Seems like the intelligence agencies have prevailed, have they not? And they use the intelligence agencies and some of the former members of the intelligence world to try and shut down the reality of the Hunter Biden laptop story. Shut it down days before the election. Uh, Jim Jordan's going to go after that. I watched Jim Jordan last night on with uh, Laura Ingram. And he was terrific, just absolutely terrific. But it looks like the uh, efforts to stop any inquest are going to ramp up right now. It looks like the machine is coming after anyone who wants to come forward and be a whistleblower. Yeah. The whistleblower in the Hunter Biden probe is now going to be uh, attacked. And uh, they're going to try and smear the guy and say, well, he's the bad guy. I thought they loved whistleblowers, didn't they? An attorney for Hunter Biden says the agent is committing a crime by discussing an ongoing tax investigation in an attempt to harm the president's son. But the whistleblower's attorney just told me such claims are baseless. Yeah, they are. Thank you for at least reporting that, ABC News. That's rare, huh? A little bit of journalism there happening over at ABC News. 
Let's see if the rest of the mainstream media complex jumps on board as well. This is a big stinking deal. Joe Biden's not answering any questions. Hmm. Wonder if we'll ever have another press conference. We are told, though, by the press secretary that Joe Biden respects the rule of law. At all times, he respects the rule of law. Does he? Really? I don't know. Uh, there was one comment about uh, the uh, Hunter Biden story in the press briefing yesterday. A little comment from, uh, from the press secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre. KJP, did you have something you wanted to share with the class? Is the president confident that his attorney general has upheld all the ethical obligations here when it comes to this investigation? Again, the president has always been clear during the campaign, during his presidency, that the Department of Justice should have independence. Uh, they should not be politicized and they should be able to do their job uh, uh, independently, essentially. And so I'll leave it to them. I'll leave it to the Department of Justice to make their decision to do to uh, to move forward uh, with this particular case. We're just not going to comment from here. I I know actually my uh, colleagues from the White House Counsel's Office actually uh, put out a, a statement on this and addressed this more uh, m- uh, more specifically. But again, I would refer to uh, the Department of Justice. So in other words, I'm not going to answer your question. Not going to say anything at all. Shameful. Shameful. Shameful, shameful. Hmm. I, um, I hope something comes out of this. I hope we get actual accountability. Even if it's just for Hunter Biden having to pay his damn taxes. Even if it's just for Hunter Biden have to face the felony that he should have faced years ago when he illegally lied on a firearms background check form. Wouldn't that be good? Wouldn't it be nice for the country to have accountability? I would hope so. I certainly would hope so. All right, uh, let's get to um, Lauren Fix, because I have to do a little prep for tonight's uh, radio show. And, and you can listen live via Al Gore's amazing internet, as my friend Chris Blant says. Uh, you you can listen to us at writeallalong.net, writeallalong.net. We've got some silly stories, too. Uh, we have um, we have the story of Alec Baldwin. I told you we're going to cover with Wendy Patrick. Al Pacino says Harrison Ford owes him a thank you note for his career in show business. There is a wild story of a storm chaser who got too close to a storm. I want to talk about the rumors that Jeopardy is rigged. It's not, and I have proof. Some economic news, as I said, we'll, we'll get to. And uh, maybe, just maybe, we'll go over all of the people running for office and see who has a snowball's chance in hell of getting the nomination for their party and then going on to face off against the other person who may or may not have a snowball's chance in hell of getting the nomination of their party. And some madness in the world of the trans community and some more silliness. We'll get to, to that later. But right now, I, I want to talk madness, a lot of madness. And what do we do about it with our good friend, Lauren Fix, the car coach? Lauren is all over social media. You got to follow her. And we talk about everything. Lauren, it's madness, madness, madness. Welcome, my friend. Hello. You know, I, I think I've got the answer. A friend of mine sent this to me 
last night. They said, anyone who professes themselves to be wise, they become the fools. Romans one twenty two. There you go. Thought, it all goes back it. to the book. It all goes back to the big book. And uh, there's yep. a there's I'm going to uh, sub quote the Bible. If you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. <laughs> That's what my grandfather used to say to me. So much going on, Lauren. And uh, we'll get to the the electric car thing, because there are a couple of big stories in the electric car world. But I wanted to get your take on what Transportation Secretary Pete Boot Edge Edge, a.k.a. Mayor Pete in some circles, uh, is doing with our tax dollars. He's going to take $20 million and uh, make sure that we have gender equity in. Are you ready? Oh, God, what? <laughs> crash test dummies. Okay, I wanted to scream at the TV. So I'm going <laughs> to tell you something why. So Calspan, who does all the crash testing for pretty much every car manufacturer, happens to be based in Buffalo, which is where I am. And my friend happens to be the president and owner of the company. Wow. So when he when he expanded Calspan, who does crash tests, off-site crash testing, uh, uh, IHS does some too, and obviously NHTSA does, but he does it for all the car manufacturers. They hire him to do it. He actually has, and I have a picture of myself sitting next to male, female, and baby crash test dummy. So this woman is a dummy because she didn't do any homework because I saw that congressional, uh, oh, my God, I wanted to scream at the TV. I'm oh, like, yeah. well, who do I call? You're talking about uh, Representative Deloria, not Mayor Pete. Leah. Well, they're both they're both clueless, both yeah. completely clueless. Well, they are. Yeah. And, and she's actually an interesting woman. Very nice. Has weird hair, very weird hair yes. and unusual look about her. But I've I've spoken with her on the train. It doesn't surprise me at all that uh, that the government would go to spend money and not know there was already something like this in existence. Now, years Lord, ago, maybe, 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 perhaps. He's talking about making them racially equal. That they we're gonna we're now well, gonna that have, makes a difference. Oh sure, my lord. Sure. That's the idea there. It's it's completely worthless. Now we're gonna have black dummies, uh white dummies, uh yellow dummies, red dummies, green dummies, uh, and now we have government dummies. I, I think oh, Mayor, Yeah, well we've always had government dummies. Let's, we, we let's have, qualify that. I think Mayor Pete should volunteer to spend weekends as a crash test dummy. That's I'll get in trouble for saying that. It's a joke, oh, people. It's I'm gonna joke. send you a picture of me sitting next to a crash test dummy with a baby on its lap. From Kelspan. You mean and a you crash can post that in, in your feed. A crash test baby? Yes, there's actually crash test babies. Very good. Excellent, excellent. And, and it's dark-skinned, swear to God. There you go. We, the rose may be racist, but the crash test dummies are not. Thank you, Mayor Pete. What a dope. Okay, Lauren, let's get into some of these topics. I don't want to eat up all our time mocking uh, a government okay. official, even though he deserves There's it. There's so much to mock. Yeah, oh my goodness. there is. There is. We'd be here forever and ever and ever. Um, Carvana. Is Carvana yeah. now the uh, canary in the used car coal mine? Uh, they are they're issuing these these risky, I guess, financial instruments and trying to save themselves. Their stock is down more than 90 percent in the last year. Are these giant used car dealerships doomed? Well, I think anyone who was I tell you what, let's let's start from the beginning. 
Carvana, and I did do a story on this, and that, that Carvana was in really bad straits and that they were going out of business. And part of it was they've been lying to people. But it didn't start that way. It started off with these really cool silos with little matchbox car look. You know, your car is there. You put in the coin, and this car comes down. Very cool marketing. Fabulous. Unfortunately, their timing sucked, and I'm being nice. So what happened was if, they had, if it had been when the market was strong, they would have sold cars and no big deal. But what happened was there's a shortage of cars. So when there's a shortage of new cars, people look at used cars. The demand went through the roof. And they didn't have the power to fight against some of these big dealer groups like CarMax and all that. So they absorbed the cars. Many people didn't sell their used cars. And the whole market, prices went up, supply went down, and then they've got all these empty silos. So while they try to survive multiple times and restructuring, they basically are facing the end. And the sad part is online buying is not. It's this making it over the top. So a lot of those silos have been, actually like all of them have been sold as of today. Um, they had a loss of $1.4 billion. Wow. That's huge. And, and that's a problem. So I, I think with this situation, it will affect a lot of the smaller aftermarket car companies. Who it won't affect is the largest dealer group like CarMax. So used cars are still available. Prices are softening a teeny bit, but now they're starting to go back up. So you're seeing they're not going to go where they were because that was a great time. I sold a car during that time and made unbelievable money. People are crazy. Uh, you really have to be patient. We got a lot of stuff going on in the auto industry. Right now, car manufacturers are losing money on every electric car they're building. So they're making money on used cars. They're keeping their supplies light so that manufacturers can send them to dealers. They're not sent. I'm waiting on a car since June. It's yes. coming up on a year. Wow. Yeah, and it's because one part is missing. I found out yesterday one part is missing. Hmm. So, it, I mean, Ford's not going to sell their trucks without a Ford logo on the front, okay? That could be one of the parts. I don't know. They're not going to tell me. But you're seeing that along every single route, whether it's Chevy, Ford, Stellantis, Honda, Toyota. They're all making cars as quick as they can. But on the other side, the dealers really don't want to be totally flooded with cars. Because they they could find themselves in a bad position. Right now, they're selling everything at sticker or above. What happens if 50 more cars come into every dealership? They're going to be like, uh-oh, we need to get rid of these cars, right? And what do you think they're going to have to do? Offer incentives and discounts. They don't want that. They lose their profit margin. I would rather sell less and make more. That's yeah. what they're thinking. And smart smart business. So we'll, we'll, yes. we'll keep an eye on that. Now, let's talk about something that's kind of important. You and I both spent time living and working in New York City in Manhattan. There was a garage collapse in lower Manhattan a few days ago, and uh, sadly, one person died, several people injured. And folks are now speculating that uh, it wasn't just the bad structure, the, the construction problems with the building that they've known about for years, but folks are speculating that electric vehicles, because of the excessive weight they carry, thanks to the giant batteries they require, may threaten other structures. How real is this, Lauren? Well, it is true. I'll tell you that. Um, I was going to do a story on it. It's kind of a tough story because it's hard to obviously prove that. I'm not going to go out there and reconstruct it. But what there's some inf interesting information about that building. It was a brownstone. And someone said, let's turn that into a parking garage. They got approval for five cars per floor. Uh, there's more than five cars a floor. And that's what ended up happening. <laughs> yeah. And that's why it collapsed. Now, it is a fact 
that when you're talking about a 9,000 pound Hummer EV versus a small Kia Soul, yeah, there's a big difference. Uh, but the weight was definitely a big part of it. That's what ripped it up. But the question is, if that's the case, then what's the damage to roads and bridges? Are we going to see expansion bridges that are going to collapse? That would be very dangerous. We have seen that. We will see, just because of the weight of the cars, we will see additional wear and tear on the roads. We will see potholes. We will see Correct. the need to do more maintenance on those bridges as well. So the reality of the electric car having costs that nobody anticipated, that reality is now becoming quite clear to people. And let's hope people can be honest about it. And you also posted. You they said, won't be. Yeah, no, <laughs> they of course won't be. not. Of course only not. The accident, only the insurance companies will be honest about it. The rest. Well, nah. that might drive some reality into the uh, discussion here, which would be a good thing. You also sent me an article about a fire of a Ford F-150 Lightning. That that happened? Yeah. That is real. And it was hidden. The insurance company did not want it to be shared. And they put a kibosh on whoever it was that got the payout, they weren't allowed to share that video. Wow. Well, that video got out. And uh, that's the interesting part. Anytime you try to hide something, it's the cover-up that gets you. So remember when you were a kid and you got in trouble and your mother used to say, you better tell me now because if I find out later, you're going to get in trouble. I used to tell my kids that all the time. And they knew I would find out, which I always did. All right, Lauren Fix, what are we learning about in the four-minute Friday this week? We are in a really bad situation, and starting today, very interesting thing nobody's talking about. China is going to ban sending rare earth minerals to the U.S. this year. Yeah, they're going to use it. There as, you uh, go. Now you're screwed. Bargaining guess chip. What they send us. Yeah. Magnetic, magnetic materials, which is in batteries. It's in military planes. It's in consumer products. It's in phones. Anything that has a battery uses. Two magnetic metals, which we don't mine here because they're hazardous to the earth. Only China does. And they've already cleared all of their government hurdles, and it is 100% going to happen. And when it does, because no one's reporting on it other than me, it's going, well, I think Epoch Times and NTD did, but China's rare earth mineral ban is going to squeeze the world and the U.S. on these rare earth minerals. And what that squeeze means? Forget electric cars. They're going to shoot themselves in the foot because China wants to control every bit of the auto industry, including manufacturing. This is a huge story. It is not going anywhere. And when our genius government, who's completely clueless because they're more worried about offending people on a crash test dummy, which is a total waste of time. And I, like I said, I sent you the picture so you can post that on your on your breakdown or on your website. I'm going to actually post it on my social media at Lauren Fix or Car Coach Reports. I will be covering this. More stories coming up every day, including no more AM radios. What the heck? That's ridiculous for a multitude of reasons because that's where emergency signals come through. Yep. That's gonna, another dumb idea from the government. Another dumb idea brought to you by big government. Lauren Fix yes. is the car coach. Follow her on social media, especially the YouTube channel Car Coach Reports. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. 